Welcome to the Medicaid Me Podcast. We have extended our app into a media platform that highlights who we are. With informative guests and a focus on industry breakthroughs, our goal is to educate and bring awareness to the many present and future medical evolutionary breakthroughs in our world. Stay tuned. Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for joining in back at the Medicaid Me Podcast. Uh, our guest this evening, I'm sure if you guys uh, are on Instagram and you follow anything that involves cannabis and um, people who give back to the community as well, bringing awareness and education as well to the uh, to the community, uh, it's a brand called Sir Cannabis and owner and operator Chris Vogue is with us this evening in the house what's going on chris how you doing pretty good just make sure you get uh closer up to the mic yeah man you uh you started an apparel company yeah i started about almost 11 months ago uh pretty much a it was about four months after i graduated from temple university uh i majored in entrepreneurship and it's essentially a business administration major with a focus in entrepreneurship and um i got the idea as there are no like brands out there cannabis related that work on breaking the stigma that is associated with cannabis bi-weekly patient testimonies where we give a week to somebody with ptsd cancer or a child with epilepsy and it allows them to tell the world why cannabis gave them a better quality of life from different points of view and different ailments so everyone can compare and contrast yeah yeah, I mean, uh, so I mean, this this all started off as like a solo mission. I mean, was this your was was this was Sir Cannabis something that you went into Temple University with? You're like, I want to start a company. I already sort of have something in mind. I just need to jumpstart, and I don't know how to do this. Is is or did it sort of? How did it start? Well, at first, it was supposed to be just a image for like if I ever wanted to release a Sir Cannabis tea or something later on down the line that would be like medically infused. So that'd be like years down the line. So I was like, I might as well make a mascot to go with it for when I do do that. So that's how he was originated. And oh, so this started off as like a medicine. You wanted to actually make your own sort of tea. Yeah. A medicinal, and, medicinal tea. Yeah. And that's not feasible at this point by any means. So, uh, that's, well, I, I, it might be. I mean, with, with the it's a, it's a lot of money with R and D and product testing and stuff like that. So it's like crowdfunding sure. and stuff. It takes like a couple of years to even do something like that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah no, so, but it's it's definitely something that is is a possibility. Oh, it's possible. Yeah, just not now. Yeah, <laughs> of course, that's, that's of course much that. But um, but it, no. This so this all started because of a, of your tea dream, basically yeah, to make and, a medicinal tea, and, and you yeah. use and you created Sir Cannabis out of the tea. Yeah, and then um, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, from there it was just kind of like in my back pocket, and then I like, quit my job at Euphorics. I said I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, uh, I want to work for myself because I'm getting tired of people not taking my opinion seriously, and so I took Sir Cannabis and. Uh, compared it to with my thoughts on why like 
pretty much my testimony on how cannabis helped me. I said, why can't I do that for other people? So that's how I like comp- combined Sir Cannabis and the Cannabis Worth of the Week. And I said, hell, if I have two things, one that helps people and two can make money by selling clothing, that's a pretty much brand that could stick around for like years on end because the message is so good that we not only provide quality clothing, but quality stories to back it up. And we actually help with removing the stigma rather than coming out with a stupid t-shirt of like uh, just saying lit I'm I'm high, whatever. Like I smoke can't like stuff like that. Like it's more mostly just like a it brings humor to the whole thing. Like no, not everybody's a lazy stoner. We have so many professionals, actors, comedians, athletes for that matter that use cannabis, and they aren't any form of lazy. I mean, you see that with athletes for care. Look at all those guys. You call them lazy? It's a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> Were you? Have you always been a cannabis user yourself? Uh... I have been since I was, uh, I believe, 17, and that's the first time I started smoking. I was against alcohol and and drugs, for that matter, until I was, like, I would say 15 or 16, something okay. like that. Okay. So I think I drank my first beer when I was, like, 16 or something, 15, and I smoked my first joint after, I mean, like... I think we smoked out of a gallon milk jug. And <laughs> yeah, the creative devices yeah, it we come my, up with. <laughs> yeah, my buddy's backyard, and we got we got Shit fried, awesome. and like I pretty much felt like I hallucinated, and I was giggling so much. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And so ever since then, I like smoking cannabis, and then when I had cancer, it really did put into perspective how it can be seen as a medicine for like PTSD, whether you're a veteran or somebody with cancer. Um, I didn't know you could get PTSD from having cancer and that took me a couple of years to realize I did have it and I never admitted it or like got it looked at and I'd never really wanted to because a doctor would just put me on pharmaceutical drugs, which I did not want to go to and I always went to cannabis and it would either take away my depression or take away the shitty mood I had as soon as I woke up. And the other thing I would do would be mushrooms and I'd do those maybe once every like year, year and a half. And those, actually, if I'm really down, I take those and my depression's gone. And I don't get those bad thoughts anymore of, like, death and getting cancer again. Because sometimes, like, those thoughts manifest into nightmares, into night terrors, and you're sweating. You're waking up at 5 in the morning. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. But um, that's why I I love cannabis, and that's why I started everything. And I want to help other people tell their story like I did. Now, uh, when, when were you diagnosed with uh, cancer? When I was 19, it was around my, I believe, second semester at community college, I discovered I had a lump there that was, like, very small. Like, it was like a BB. And it manifested into, like, a softball-sized tumor. And I let it go for, like, three to four months. And long story short, I go into the urologist, and he just takes one look at it and says, oh, we're going to have to remove that. It looks like cancer. I'm like, okay. And then they're like, well, well, you may not have to do chemo. And then they did a second opinion and said, oh, well, there's 10% malignancy in your uh, the test we did, and there's a 10% chance or like a 20% chance it's coming back if you don't do the chemo. So it kind of scared me into doing it, and I did it. And I don't have any side effects other than I believe like a, I had slight brain fog after it, and like I couldn't I could, I could learn, but I wasn't retaining like I used to. And my dad had the same problem, and he has it worse than me because like, if you do more chemo, this is going to eat your freaking brain, and that stuff's not even good. But well, what? What? So you you did do chemo? Yeah, I did that for a month time. I gained weight. I smoked maybe a, a half gram to a gram and a half a day, depending how I was feeling. 
You know, I think I spoke to you about uh, – you had mentioned that I think you actually told me that. And you actually told me that there was people that didn't believe that you were still lifting weights and there's no way that you were doing that while you were on chemo. And you were like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I, sometimes when I was – I wouldn't be lifting by any means because my immune system was shot. But like sure. afterwards, like within the first last two – I mean two weeks after chemo, I was back in the gym granted. But – before that i was pretty much so high sometimes i would forget i had cancer and i'd walk around and like forget not even think about it right because you weren't experiencing yeah and the funny thing was i picked up a basketball and shot it and you know how dirty a basketball is i could feel the germs crawl on my hand my immune system was so shot and i got sick immediately almost had 104 fever so, okay. wow. Yeah. wow that's pretty intense if it goes to 105 you become sterile so <laughs> so i mean you you even yourself know firsthand as somebody who's used used cannabis to get through and to, to get through actually through cancer yeah. you know and you still use it to, to obviously this day um so that is basically where you've gotten your ptsd from is from the worry of it, it coming back yeah because okay. I was in the best shape of my life at the time, and it just happened. It didn't make any sense to me, but it was genetic because my uncle on my dad's side has it. So it got passed down to me somehow. Um, and, yeah. I know. It's it's crazy, man. It's, uh, have you uh, have you seen or heard of any of the sort of the g- genetic modifications that they're discovered that they can do? For what? Well, they were doing like a three – they have a three-parent child. Um Sorry if I've said this too much, but guys, <laughs> uh, but they had like a three parent child where it was, it was double mother and one father. And so the one mother would have discovered that she has bad mitochondria. And what they would do is they would actually take her mitochondria, the bad mitochondria out of her DNA and snip it out and then take healthy mitochondria from another female donor and then replace it into her. And then boom, then they have a kid. But essentially it's, it's a strain from one other person, a, a small portion, but you know, essentially, it's a three-parent child, mm. and it's actually the first one off in the UK. Now they're actually taking, are able to now get into your own stuff and then snip it and replace it with healthy stuff that isn't, you know, what I mean, it's it's more than just mitochondria. Oh, and it, you know, they can even do like probably like get it down to like baldness. It, Essentially, I'm not. I'm not saying that that's possible right now, but that's what the, that's the field, and that's where it's at right now, as far as uh, genetics is going. Yeah, genetic manipulation. I, you know, um, yeah. I, I think in in a very good way. Obviously, things can go horribly wrong. You know, when you're messing with people's genetics, because uh, now people are thinking, well, I would like superpowers, of course. Uh, but no, I mean, fighting off diseases in the family, and then maybe even squashing them in the blood. You know. You got to think if you could start replacing those pieces of people's DNA once that's completely snipped out. Would would your bloodline then evolve to have that no longer in in the bloodline, and so then you wouldn't have to keep having that replacement. After a while, it would be fine. Yeah, it would yeah. kind of like you would force it, and then no one will die, and then we're all overpopulated. No, I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's it because I mean, people are still going to get shot, car accidents, plane accidents, yeah. but. Uh, this month you're doing something special. Oh yeah, we're doing a Veterans Awareness Month. Uh, we're gonna be sele- we'll be highlighting six select uh, veterans. Whether they're the veterans, we're gonna be uh, like executive executive for the uh, nonprofits we're we'll be working with. We'll be working with uh, two to three this month. Um, we'll be releasing those names in the next couple of days. Um, 
what we're doing is one we're spreading awareness of six different veterans who had ptsd whether non-combat or combat and we're giving them each a week to tell their story and as well as that um we are selling our special edition 22 on the front uh soldier on the back uh, ptsd awareness tees and like 10 percent of each sale will benefit uh to uh 10% like will like benefit two two out of the three companies. Oh, nice. That's awesome. And uh what are the uh, what I'm sorry, what were the companies? Oh, I got, I'm announcing them later. Oh, you're going to announce them later. Can't we can't say right now, folks. It's a secret secret secret. We got to we got to keep that under wraps. Um so what 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 made you want to start the Canon Warrior uh weekly? What is that something what, for just this month or in general? No, no. In, what I'm saying in general, what well, what was? Well, I did it because I had my story, and like I, I still want to get my story out, but like I want other people to be able to get their story out as well, because that's how we make things change in the cannabis industry. You have to stick up for yourself. You got to say, "Hey, this helps me," and no, it's not a stereotype. You can't put me in a box and say I'm lazy. I'm a drug addict. I'd like to smoke all the time. I'm a pothead. No, I'm not. I just personally feel normal when I use it. So that's pretty much that. And more people feel like more people are scared to say I smoke cannabis because of the labels and how people treat them. Because people can drink all day and then no one gives a shit. But if you pull out a joint, the world fucking ends. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's the word normalizing needs to happen. I don't honestly see like how people find it dangerous. It's just a fucking plant and an herb. It's green. It comes from the earth. What the hell? It's not a byproduct like cocaine. It's not mass. It's yeah. Not, well, I mean, co- you know, cocaine itself starts from the earth as well. But I mean, it's just pure yeah. pure coke. And I they guess throw gasoline and a bunch of other shit in there. I mean, I guess pure pure coke would just be a plant. You know, what I mean, uh, but I no, I mean everything else. You know, it's things that uh, you can get you know physically addicted to. I mean, um, you know, cannabis is one of the few things out there that. Uh, I I would say as a person who is more of a rec user isn't physically addicted to it. Um, I could I could sometimes be mentally addicted to it. I guess you know there's times that I I just feel that it makes me uh, uh, a more thoughtful person sometimes as far as creativity wise or you know what I mean or um, you know just just even sometimes even maybe a little little, little nicer to people a little more uh, forgiving. Um, in situations, I, I'm really glad that you're doing, you know, that you're promoting, um, other, other people. And, um, if somebody, do you, do you just, how how do you do it? Do you just, do you know them? Do you reach out to them? Do they reach out to you? Some people reach out. I reach out to them. It's kind of a domino effect now. One person hears about it. Three other people taught want to be featured. So the number, the numbers game is there because there's thousands of people across the United States who want to tell their story. And they either come from Oregon. I had even some people from Canada. I had a dude from Germany who's an ex-veteran. Uh, and, uh, well, he's an arm. Oh, I don't know if he's Army or Marines, but he's a pretty cool-ass dude. But he's from Germany. Like, that was my first, like, international sale. So I was like, wow, people in Germany are seeing Sir Cannabis and seeing it based off the uh, Cannabis Warrior of the Week. And that's what I really want to be synonymous, like, want to be known for is that brand that not only provides quality clothing, but can provide uh, something on the nonprofit side that makes the industry move forward in a positive way. 
Yeah, and that's that's what it, that's what it takes, man. We all need to band together. We all need to work together, yeah. and that's and that's what we're doing at Medicaid. Me. This is exactly why we have the podcast uh, to to give people a platform. If we repost and and the more the more we do for each other in the community, uh, that's that's again like I said, that's what it takes. We all come together as a team or again a community. If we're reposting our stuff, sharing our our things throughout the community, it'll just keep ex- expanding. And I think. That's the only way we're really going to make major breakthroughs. And exactly, and like I, I want to do the Veterans Month because like the topic itself is kind of bizarre. How our government does says, oh, they care about vets, but they come home of sac. Like it just proves how we're ran by rich people that don't give a fuck about us. Like they, they'll let them go out and let them like kill people, come back and say, oh, you're fucked up. Here's twenty different pills, and pretty much give them a suicide mission coming back just like not giving them any hope whatsoever and the fact that cannabis helps and jeff sessions sitting there if uh we legalize marijuana uh opiates are gonna like use is gonna go up when in reality colorado has data backing up that the opiate other states do too no that's great yeah and we uh we want to uh we want to you know definitely work with you uh this month uh what through medicate me and and what you're doing with the the veteran awareness stuff also i i myself i started the 22 for 22 doing that for the 22 days straight and uh you sir said that you would uh do the 22 with me on on the podcast so uh we'll do it at the end of the podcast guys um but uh thank you i appreciate you doing this with me um and uh we're also um working uh with uh a couple of people in the community uh, for Epilepsy Awareness Month, which is actually this just started this today, this month, I guess uh, it's uh, November. So um, got some stuff up my sleeve. Hopefully this weekend goes off without a hitch for that. So stay tuned for some cool stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, keep keep following along. And uh, definitely, guys, please follow uh, Chris um, and Sir Cannabis Apparel. Uh, Sir Cannabis Apparel on Instagram. Sir Cannabis Apparel also Twitter. No, Twitter's just Sir Cannabis underscore. Sir Cannabis underscore. All right, and then Sir Cannabis Apparel on uh, on uh, yeah, Instagram, on Facebook, yeah. and, and also on Facebook as well. So the, those are your three handles. Awesome. Well, Chris, keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, right now, folks, we're gonna end this podcast with uh, day. 14 <laughs> day 14 uh of 22 for 22 so thanks again chris and uh you're welcome on anytime bud all right bud i'm going